and welcome to the first ever Austerity Pledges podcast, featuring the very best in political and topical comedy from an awesome selection of stand-up comedians who, let's be honest, you probably haven't heard of before, but hopefully you want to hear more of in the future. Here's a brief sample of what you can hear over the next few episodes. Here's Nathan Wilcock. It's great that Jeremy Corbyn's leader of the Labour Party. Uh, it's, it's sort of like watching um, uh, watching like a League Two side go on a really good FA Cup run, isn't it? It's, not good, <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know, it's thrilling to watch. And as it goes on, you start you sort of start to imagine them claiming the top prize and how wonderful that would be. But then ultimately, in the back of your head, you know that they'll probably get beaten by a team full of millionaires. That's <laughs> More of him later on. Uh, in future episodes, you'll hear Ashley Hayden. Well, no, the election, I remember going to sleep on the Thursday <coughs> with it all being quite close. <coughs> waking up on the Friday with a uh, Tory, Tory government. I go to sleep on Christmas Eve, waking up, finding out that Santa's shatting his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and in future episodes, you'll also hear an actual MP, Magnus Turner MP. Good news. I held on to my seat. <laughs> it, it was never, never seriously in doubt. I, I, I ran a, an unswervingly positive campaign. Uh, no dirty tricks, no smears, no backbiting. Unlike the liars, thieves and perverts I was standing against. <laughs> we also hope to have many contributions from other comedians today. Ollie Bettersworth is getting involved. And we're going to build to future episodes with an extended headliner set from the amazing Don Biswas. Let's hear a bit of him now. If you're anti-immigration, it doesn't make you racist. Real racism is what happened last year when a bloke came up to me in London, took one look at me and said to me, mate, go back to where you came from. And because I was dyspraxic, unfortunately, I had to ask him for directions first. <laughs> this is very exciting because we're recording the first ever podcast on Back to the Future today. Um, it's raining outside, and that does reflect the mood of Twitter slightly, because I've been on it uh, to check out the tweets of Back to the Future 2, and I think after just five minutes, I already hate the film that I once loved. Thanks, Twitter. You know, I, I'm, I'm joking, of course. Who could hate a film where, essentially, the main character tries to get off with his own mum? Interesting fact, in Back to the Future 2, which is set in 2015, a 3D Jaws 19 lowers itself down and swallows Marty McFly whole. Meanwhile, in actual 2015, Star Wars 19 has a 3D George Lucas opening his bum hole as he invites fans to crawl up inside it, which they willingly do. The only channel showing Back to the Future 2 is ITV2, followed by a tribute show with Keith Lemon. We had 26 years to prepare for this date, and that's the best we could come up with. If Michael J. Fox finds out about this, he'll be shaking with rage. Being a topical podcast, we're not just going to focus on films that are made 26 years ago. We will also lower ourselves to talk about things that you really love, such as reality TV. Things like The Apprentice that has returned for 11th series very recently. This is a remarkable achievement when you consider that every episode of The Apprentice is identical. Every episode features a group of loudmouth show-offs who fall out over a task that doesn't make any sense, who shout a lot, then are invited into a boardroom by a faceless receptionist to be told by a man who looks like an angry testicle that they have been fired despite never having been employed in the first place. It makes no sense, and I hope that's exactly how the BBC pitches the show to foreign broadcasters. Another show that you love, and I can't understand why, is The Great British Bake Off, which ended very recently. I've never watched it, and I have no intention of watching it, 
but I imagine it is episode after episode of cake porn plus crying equals somehow ratings. I base this theory on the fact that Ms. Nadi Hussain, who I have to legally point out is a Muslim lady, she is a Muslim lady, every other news broadcaster, outlet, website has to point out that she is a Muslim lady for no reason at all. For example, if I was on the Great British Bake Off and I jizzed on a cake or whatever they do, they would say that is Ben Morgan, an atheist, jizzing on a cake there. No reason for them to mention the atheist bit. Probably a good reason for mentioning the jizz on the cake though. Anyway, I base that on the fact that Ms. Nadia Hussain, Muslim lady, said the following thing after she is crowned winner of the Bake Off. I am never going to put boundaries on myself. Ever again. I am never going to say, I can't do it. I'm never going to say, maybe. I'm never going to say, I don't think I can, because I can, and I will, cry, 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 cry. You baked a fucking cake, love. Chill out. I went online and asked people why the Bake Off was so popular, and I got some good answers. Um, Ali King said, one word, mate, gilf. He's got a good point. Comedian Peter Cumney said, well, the BBC needed the dough. Two puns in one, love it. But my favourite reason of why people like the Bake Off is based on the right-wing tabloid's anger at the religious beliefs the winner held. Here's comedian Ollie Bettersworth with why the Bake Off is so popular. It's popular because of the fascistic PC police telling us we've got to celebrate the Muslims and forcing their liberal, biased agenda down our proud British throats. Or because it's frothy, undemanding shite and we're a nation who hates to be stimulated. It's, it, it's one of those. That's Ollie Bettersworth there. If you want to Twitterize him, I'll spell his surname. B-E-T-T-E-S-W-O-R-T-H. Also, he runs the brilliant Crown the Knave fortnightly comedy club in South London. This episode of Asperity Pledges is a preview show. It will be shorter than future shows, which hopefully will be uploaded every two weeks. Uh, lots of stand-up you will hear today and in future episodes was recorded at a gig we put on recently called Corbin Mania, held on September the 29th in Brighton, which coincided with the Labour Conference. It was an absolute blast to do. Loads of people came. Thank you if you came. We had so much fun. We even made a bit of money and, and some awesome comedy was produced on the night. And let's hear a segment of that right now. Let's hear a little bit more of Nathan Wilcox's set. Uh, because the latest thing that David Cameron and George Osborne have been saying is they've come out and they've said they want to move Britain to a high-wage, low-tax, low-welfare society. Have you heard them say this? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I actually agree with that. I actually agree with that because uh, I absolutely hate paying tax. Um, but I love spending my wages on costly medical insurance. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, uh, I went on a protest recently, because I don't like, don't like the government, went on the anti-austerity protest. And this, was, uh, this, uh, this happened like a couple of weeks before the election, uh, a couple of weeks after the election, this anti-austerity protest. And there were people going around with placards which read, Tories out now. And I was like, sort of missed the boat on that one, didn't we? That was <laughs> the whole point of the election was for, wasn't it? <laughs> I think that's probably why I could never be like a proper anarchist, just because when I see that, uh, when I see that sign, you know, Tories out now, I'm not like, yeah, let's fuck shit up, yeah. No, I'm, when I see that sign, Tories out now, I'm like, yeah, that's not how a parliamentary democracy works. <laughs> <laughs> 
But when I was on this protest, I did possibly see the most middle-class protest sign ever. And there's just this woman holding a placard which read, um, Blue is not the warmest colour. It's <laughs> 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 quite a niche project. <laughs> <laughs> I hardly expect her to have another one which read, Teresa is not the darling bud of man. <laughs> The warmest colour is quite a, quite an abstract notion, isn't it? I don't, I'm not sure if that will whip the masses into a revolutionary fever. <laughs> maybe it will. Maybe it will. You know, maybe that's where protest movements are going wrong all this time. You know, maybe uh, maybe Thatcher is able to smash the mining industry because uh, coal not dull as a slogan doesn't contain enough references to French art house erotica. <laughs> <laughs> how everyone's saying, oh, he's unelectable, he's unelectable, he's unelectable, because, like, for, for my uh, my generation, the reason I, I, I like Jeremy Corbyn is because I've sort of, I voted for the Lib Dems in 2010, and we all know that, and, uh, and then I voted for Labour in, uh, in, in, in this year, and, and uh, somehow we ended up with something far worse, and, and then Jeremy Corbyn comes along, and he, oh, he, he seems to offer, like, hope and, like, equality and social justice, so I might vote for him, and then the Blairites and press are like, no, you fucking idiot, you can't vote for him. You know nothing. You're, you're an idiot. You don't know what you're talking about. Get, get back in your hole, girl. Get back in, get back in your hole. Get back in your, your, your debt-ridden minimum wage hole. Which you're in charge of exorbitant rents. Go on, get back in your hole. What? No, you can never own your own hole. Just get back in Get back in <laughs> You're a fucking idiot, really, voting, voting for voting for Jericho. But you don't know anything. You don't know anything. The rich people, they they know what they're talking about because because they're because they're because they're rich. <laughs> they know what they're talking about because they they know what they're doing. They've got a system and they and they do that and it's and it's fine and they can ca carry on doing that and and then and and then that. And, 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 and that's why you can't have libraries. <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> Jeremy Corbyn, he, uh, he, a lot of people like him because he says he's going to take on the corporations, don't they? They're going to take on the corporations. And I, I like that because, um, uh, like, Apple, I don't like Apple. Uh, I hate Apple. Don't own, a, don't own an iPhone on principle. Uh, just an iPod. I sort of read about the way Apple treat their workers in the Far East. They sort of treat them appallingly. I sort of read about this, but I don't do anything about it. I don't show any trace of visible anger, you know. However, uh, if my uh, iTunes doesn't correctly sync up with my iPod, it's fucking livid. It's shouting, Essentially, what that says about me is I'm the sort of person that goes, yes, I'm angry that Apple uses children as slaves. But I'm angrier. I don't think to do a very good job. Advertising, like, um, like I recently found out that the advertising firm Saatchi and Saatchi got paid hundreds of thousands of pounds to come up with the brand name Vodafone, right? The way they did this was they took what Vodafone offered, voice, data, and telephone, they stuck it together to make a new word. Right? Essentially, someone got paid more money than you and I will ever earn to realize that Vodafone is a better sounding word 
than data talents. They should have gone to me there. They should have gone to me. I could have taken three words, described Vodafone, and put them together to make a new word. Yeah, we're called the company Tavaka. Of course, short for tax avoiding cunts. <laughs> Also, everyone's saying, oh, how's Jeremy Corbyn going to deal with the uh, threat of ISIS, right? And uh, ISIS are obviously terrifying, but there's a, there's a forgotten victim of ISIS, actually. Because uh, I don't know if you heard about this, but there's a private equity firm in London called, uh, called ISIS Private Equity. And, uh, yeah, they've uh, had to have a bit of a rebrand. Um, <laughs> uh, and they're now called Living Bridge Capital, right? So uh, what I want to do, I mean, if anyone's up for this, uh, come see me after the show, is I now want to set up a terrorist group called Living Bridge. I know what we'd fight for, so like sentient road structures, I'm not, I'm not sure. Jeremy Corbyn didn't sing the national anthem, what do you all think of that? I've never liked the national anthem, I never liked the national anthem, because I think, God Save the Queen, I think it's... Well, first of all, it's essentially uh, asking something that probably doesn't exist to save something that probably shouldn't exist. That's <laughs> <laughs> like the... Nathan has got his own YouTube channel where he, t where he makes uh, satirical videos, which I highly recommend that you watch. Very, very funny. And you can see his entire set, you can watch his entire set from Corby Mania on the Austerity Pleasures YouTube channel in just a few days. The idea is we give you a little teaser on the podcast. You enjoy it so much that you subscribe and get alerted to when the uploads of the sets are available. Warning, you are now entering the admin zone. We're in the admin zone. Corbin Mania 2 is happening on November the 26th in Brighton. Follow Austerity Pledges on Facebook to keep up to date with developments and to be alerted to when tickets are on sale. Now we're hoping to get a big name TV headliner uh, joining us this month, uh, next month in fact. Um, last time we did a show we charged £2 advance tickets, Austerity friendly, £5 on the door. This time, because it's a TV headliner, we have to charge a bit more. So we're thinking £6 in advance, £10 on the door, but it should be a really good headliner, so get involved. Ladies and gentlemen, that is it. The first episode of the Austerity Pleasures podcast is about to end. Thank you if you've listened this far. Um, I imagine a lot of you tuned out halfway through, but if you stuck to the end, you are an absolute champion, and you should come back in about two weeks' time. Get this delivered straight into your iTunes uh, thing. I'm not really sure how Apple works, to be honest with you, but uh, subscribe to Austerity Pleasures podcast. Subscribe to Austerity Pleasures YouTube channel. Join us on Facebook, Austerity Pleasures Facebook page. All this admin, all this plugging, I, I feel like Simon Kane. That's a joke for the open mic comedians that only they will find funny and understand. You are now leaving the admin zone. See you in two weeks. My name is Ben Morgan. Bye bye. <laughs>